0: This is the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates' Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now, here's today's lesson. Good afternoon brothers and sisters, this is Eric Walton, Evangelist Eric Walton from Belton, Texas, uh, Jail Ministry, Belton, Texas, Jesus Acts and Inmate Lives. Glad to be with you again and uh, hope you're uh, having a wonderful time. Uh, Go ahead, take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 21 to 23. Uh, These are usually 30-minute messages or 30-minute time slots where we do what we do. Uh, Matthew chapter 7 verses 21 to 23. And um, I'm not sure this one will take all 30 minutes. Probably it will. Uh, But I want you to see. This is one of the most misunderstood, uh, abused, or passages that's used to abuse uh, believers. And I think uh, there's a lot of people that mean well that use it. And they misuse it because they... Uh, they're Like Jesus told the scribes and the Pharisees, you, you don't know the power of God or his scriptures or his word. All right. You don't know the word and you don't know the power of God. Amen. So um, um, and I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying the people that misuse it and abuse it. It is very important. Now, last week I recorded Matthew chapter seven, one through six. And that's about judge not least you be judged. That's another the passage. You only read one verse. And I told you when we were doing that, context is paramount. Context lets you know what it's about. The paragraph before, the paragraph after. In this case, it would be, uh, uh, this is the last chapter of the Sermon on the Mount. The most famous, magnificent sermons that were ever preached. God in flesh, Jesus Christ preached them, and uh, there in old Jerusalem, amen, and it started off, it was part of the start of his earthly ministry, it's at the beginning, and uh, they're referred to in Matthew, excuse me, in Luke and Mark, but they're really most well, uh, are are fully uh, uh, declared here in the book of Matthew so we're in verses 21 to 23 you've had time to to turn there Uh, let's read a little bit and then we'll have a word of prayer verse 21 not everyone who says to me Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my father in heaven many will say to me in that day Lord, Lord have we not prophesied in thy name Have we not uh, 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 cast out demons in thy name? And in thy name did many miracles and marvelous works. Verse 23, And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In the Old King James it says, You who practice iniquity or sin. Sin. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for your enlightenment. I feel your Holy Spirit really pulling and tugging and, and, and screaming in my ear. Preach this. Preach this. Preach this. Teach this. Let's go through and study this. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's unpack it. Let's understand it. Help me, dear Heavenly Father, proclaim your word. Anoint me from on high. Let us speak to your people's heart. Help me give clarity, which is what you want. Let us preach the word instant, in season, and out of season. I pray for the men and women that are watching this, mostly incarcerated folks. I pray for their families. I pray for their legal situation, but most of all, I pray for their spiritual situation, that they might get right with you vertically. I pray for your anointing on this, dear Heavenly Father. And that I would say just that which needs to be said. And uh, put a guard on my lips. In Christ Jesus' name, pray for greater days ahead for jail ministry than behind. Pray that we keep being a salt and a light for any who wants to know. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, so verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. I want to deal with verse uh, 21 first. And this is God's will is point number one in this thing, if you will. But notice it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone who prays says, Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Or Jesus, save me. Get saved is what he's saying here. Amen? Now, here's where the abuse comes in or the misunderstanding. The last part of that verse, But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many people, many uh, preachers, I'm I'm sorry to say, and and some of them are, they're well-meaning people and so forth. What is the will? It sounds like God is saying to us, we need to do more good works. We need to go to church more, give more money, baptize more, go help more little old ladies go across the street. We need to do good works. We do good works because we are saved. We don't do good works to get saved. If good works saved you, do the will of my Father which is in heaven. And by the way, we're going to turn to three different passages where it says the will of my Father in heaven. And it tells you what the will is here in the New Testament. All right. I usually don't do book hopping, but we're going to do book hopping today. Uh, uh, here in Matthew, we're going to turn to a passage. And in the Gospel of John, we're going to do a passage, uh, or excuse me, a verse that tells you what the will of the Father is. And and the the problem going on here is not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, is people are thinking, well, we got we got to do these works to get saved. Our best in the eyes of God is filthy rags, Isaiah sixty four six. If if you could save yourself by doing good works, Jesus didn't need to come. He would not have come. He would just, this would be a book telling you, do these 12 things, this 12 step program, and you'll be okay. You'll get into heaven. That's not how you get into heaven. When I get down there in verse 23 and he says, I'll declare on them, I never knew you. In the original language, that is an absolute, I never knew you. I never intimately knew. Yes, I know you exist and you're somebody down here. You are not a child of God. You are a creation of God. I never knew you. Jesus is really speaking when he preaches this and teaches this to the people that had come to see him. He's really talking about the religious leaders of that day—the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. The same thing he was doing up there in chapter uh, uh, verses one through six in chapter seven. He's really talking about. He says, "You hypocrites." And these people over here, remember, they never ever received him. They didn't receive John the Baptist. Why? You didn't go to my school. You didn't, you didn't hang out with us. You didn't get degrees like us. You don't wear the same clothes we do. You don't go to the same church we do. So you must not be saved. So they had nothing to do with him. They hated him for that. The religious leaders of that day. And we all know that the religious leaders are the ones, Annas and Caiaphas, the high priest at that time, the high priest of Israel, Told Pilate, crucify him, crucify him. Got the people to chant, crucify him, crucify him. If you don't crucify him, you're no friend of Caesar's. Amen. That's really the people he's addressing here. But he's talking to the general audience. And there were thousands of people sitting on this hillside, listening to him preach. What a voice he must have had that he could preach. They didn't have audio systems or sound magnification systems like we have now today. And Jesus just walked around and preach this off the top of his head. Amen? So we want to look now and see, let the Bible interpret the Bible. What does it mean, but he who does the will of my Father? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. If you're unsaved or unsure of how to get saved, here he is going to tell you, I'm going to turn to verses that tell you how to get saved. And it does not, believe it or not, you don't have to pray to get saved alright he's going to tell you, he that believes in me believe in whom God sent well I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God God sent him in in Acts chapter 8 the Ethiopian uh, Ethiopian eunuch believed what Philip the evangelist told him and he says I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God that God sent him the father sent him so here it says not everyone says to me Lord Lord shall in the kingdom of heaven watch this but he who does the will of my father So first turn to Matthew 21 and we're going to see what the Bible says there about uh, uh, the will of the Father. He's going to tell you what the will of the Father is. We're going to start at verse 28. But what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said Now Jesus is talking to the religious leaders here. Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered, said, I will not go. His son directly told his daddy, I'm not going to do what you said. He's a rebel. But he's going to change his mind. He's going to repent. His daddy's not standing there when he changes his mind. And by the way, the daddy here is God the Father. This is a uh, parable, all right? An everyday thing that everybody understands. This is talking about people like me, all right? The harlots, the drug addicts, the drunkards, the the people that did all this crazy stuff. I was one of those kind of people. I was one of those kind of people that gets incarcerated, amen? He says, uh, uh, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. He repented. He was under conviction. I disobeyed my daddy. I should not have disobeyed my daddy, especially my heavenly father. I should not have disobeyed him. Verse 30. Then he came to the second sin. All right. Uh, um, hold on let me read 29 again he answered and said I will not but afterward he regretted it and went verse 30 then he came to the second son the second son and said likewise and he answered and said I go sir this is talking about the religious leaders they said oh yes yes watch what they did though but he did not go Now, Jesus asked them this question. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, the first son did the will. The one who said, I don't go. But then he regretted it and repented in his heart and said, I go. I'm going to go do what God said. You know, um, I go to a non-denominational church. Um, I left the uh, Baptist church and went to the non- not because the Baptist church was bad or something like that I went to a non-denominational church there's some things the Baptists do uh, I have no problem with it it's not evil, it's not the devil or something like that I just felt that doing this ministry and working with y'all I need to go to a church like that okay and um, um, these people got their little things they do because we're Baptists or things we do because we're Methodists or Presbyterian. I just want to do what the Bible says. Amen? And that's what Jesus is saying here. I just want you to do what I say in this book. I don't want all this other structure stuff that you've put in and things you've added and changed around and uh, all this. Now, let me read this. They said to him, the, uh, the first is the one that did the will of his father Jesus said to them assuredly I say to you that tax collectors those were the most hated people in Israel they're collecting taxes for the Romans and harlots prostitutes whores uh, sluts uh, immoral un- uh, unethical people enter the kingdom of God before you you religious people you are the second son who said I go but he never went The first son, the worst of the worst, the people that were incarcerated, that that had a bad lifestyle, came up in a terrible environment, had all the things that society in the world would say, that's bad. They made it. And the other one did not. Not because of their good works, but because they said to God, I'll do. They regretted their lifestyle and said, God, I'm sorry for what I did. I want to turn and follow you. Verse 32: For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him, and when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe in him. You saw other people getting saved, and you still said no. Some of y'all are into Islam, and God's saying, Hey, I'm the Father. Here he is talking about, come to me through my Son. Believe in the Son. The harlots and the tax collectors believe. Why don't you believe? And you ought to ask yourself that question right now. Now we're still in verse 21 in Matthew chapter 7. But I I want you to look at some other verses. About the will. Uh, The last part of verse 30. Which of the two did the will of his Father, the Father in heaven. The ones who believed in the son is what what's the point is here amen so John chapter 6 now turn over to John chapter 6 now if you can't turn as fast as I'm going write down the text and look at it later on do not uh, get bogged down don't not write it down write it down John chapter 6 verse 40 and we're gonna look at verse 29 also What is the will of the Father? Because if we know the will of the Father, we're going to get saved and we're going to go to heaven. Amen? We just need to find out what the will is. Verse 40. And this is the will of him, that's the Father, who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son of Man, all right, who sees the Son and believes in Him, there it is, who sees Him, all right, And recognizes by all these miracles and all these things. He is the Son of God. He is God in flesh. Emmanuel believes in Him may have everlasting life, eternal life never ending. You get born again for eternity. It is not God's will that any should perish but that all come to repentance. In other words, they have a change of mind. I can't save myself, only Jesus can. Maybe you've been going through life and you've been doing it the way your mama, or your daddy, or your neighborhood, or your, your gang, or, or the Bloods and the Crips, or whoever tells you how to do it. I don't care what denomination or group or club or clique you're in. It says right here, verse 40, And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the son... You're seeing the Son through the Word of God right now, through the written scriptures, through the holy Texts. who sees the Son and believes in Him, may have everlasting life. That's getting saved. I believed August 6, 1979, when I was 20 years old. I'm almost 65 now. I believe in the Son. I saw Him through the pages and the preaching of this Word back then. At Maranatha Baptist Church in Okinawa, Japan, I see it, and I will raise him up in the last day, Amen. I'll raise him up on Judgment Day, Amen. And he'll and he'll 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 be in in my uh, uh, kingdom with me, Amen. His soul and spirit will leave this body and go up when he's when he dies uh, here on Earth naturally. For me, not too much longer because I'm sixty-five; can't live forever, Amen. And then for the other guys. You know, then the the new glorified body, amen. So now, now um, turn to verse, same chapter, but verse twenty nine. This is John chapter six, verse twenty. Jesus answered and said to them, "This is the work or the will of God. This is the work of God that you believe in Him whom He sent. Who is it again? Jesus Christ." What work are we supposed to do? What work is he talking about? To believe in Jesus Christ. What did he say over there? Uh, uh, Shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. What work does he want me to do? What is the will of the, that I believe in the Son? We're saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus and nothing else. No works. You can't work your way there. Your best is but filthy rags. You know, here I am a preacher and been saved all these years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm living my best Christian life that I've ever lived. And it still is just filthy rags in the eyes of God compared to in Matthew 548. It says, be perfect. As he is imperfect, as your father in heaven is perfect. Amen. Even though I'm living my best life, I still have to ask God for forgiveness for things every day. I'm nowhere near what I need to be. Amen. And and uh, no, I'm not doing sins, uh, uh, murder, rape, robbery, and all this other adultery, fornication. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Amen. All right. But I still sin. Amen. Just speeding down the interstate sinning because you're disobeying the authorities. And, and God says to obey the authorities. Amen. Uh, I get mad at people every now and then. Or I get mad at situations. Or I get frustrated. Or I get impatient. Amen. Those are all different types of anger. Amen. So I need forgiveness. Amen. And I go to the one who can give me forgiveness. Amen. So go back with me, if you would, to Matthew seven twenty one. We have let the Bible interpret the Bible. What is the will of the Father? That we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is his son, and that he died on the cross and came out the third day for us. I believe. Amen. I believe. He doesn't say, say a prayer or any of that other stuff. If, if I lead you to the Lord, I'm going to have you say a prayer. But you don't have to say a prayer. All right, Romans ten nine and ten. That if thou shalt believe in thy heart, that Jesus is the Son, thou shalt be saved. Amen. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. You know you'll want to confess with your mouth, but you don't have to confess to believe. Amen. All the way through Saint John, or, or, or through the Gospel of John, uh, all the way through there. It's believe, believe, ninety three times. Believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Amen. He is the Christ. He is the Anointed One. He raises the dead, the blind see, the lame walk. Amen. Ten more minutes. All right. So we're back in 721. I'm going to read 21 and 22. And uh, point number one is God's will. What is God's will for you? To believe. That's it. That's what it is in Jesus Christ. Amen. To believe in the Son. So verse 22, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? When it says prophesied there, all of us usually think of foretelling the future. Prophesying is also foretelling what's already told. Right now, technically, I'm prophesying because I'm telling you what's already been told. Amen. So he said, uh, 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 have we not prophesied or preached in your name? Have we not cast out demons, exorcisms in your name? And done many wonders in your name. They would be using the name Elohim, Yahweh, uh, Adonai, and all these uh, Old Testament names of God and and so forth. They wouldn't have used Jesus Christ's name because the religious leaders of his day, they hated him. They were trying to destroy him. He doesn't come from, he, uh, he might take this away from us. We we like being the big muckety-mucks and wearing our gowns and big robes and having phylacteries and having the best seats and, and standing on street corners and people basically bowing down to us. These religious leaders have went crazy. By the way, we have religious leaders like that now today. Uh, uh, I would not mention some of their names. There's a guy down in Houston. You know, I never preach on sin. Uh, uh, One guy over in Atlanta, Georgia He says, you know, I've been preaching for 30 years And I've been preaching this wrong He's been telling people for 30 years The wrong way to get saved And he takes the church money And buys himself a half a million dollar Rolls Royce He's got two or three Rolls Royces And you go, what in the world? And, And they're just people huckstering the word of God Amen We need to do these works In the name of Jesus Christ, amen In the name of Jesus I'm preaching to you today in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, if you have a demon, Lord, cast him out, amen. Let him hear and listen to this. In the name of Jesus, we did many miraculous works, amen. Uh, the leper came and nobody would go around a leper. They were, they were uh, 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 to be ostracized and they kept away and they had to live in some terrible place. And people would have to, they'd throw them food and, and this, that, and the other. It was terrible. He went down and he hugged and touched the lepers. He said, were there, were there not ten of y'all? He said, there was. As they, as they walked away, they got healed, and one came back. And he wasn't even a Jew. He can heal you of whatever you need to be healed of. Whatever angst you have, Whatever anger, whatever bitterness, whatever hurt, whatever pain. He can heal you of it, amen? He can heal you of it. I only got about five minutes left. I just want to look at uh, verse 15. 23 and they really go together Oh, we got seven minutes left man we got we got a lot of time amen we got a lot like I said this this may not take uh, the whole time this time you know uh so so verse 23 and then I will declare to them I never knew you depart from me you practice lawlessness when he says i never knew you there It is like some absolute, I don't know you, and I don't know who you are. You may think you know me, because you're following some false religious system. You may think you know me, but he said you don't know me, and I certainly don't know you, all right? I want to know you. I sent the old preacher here to tell you about me, all right? To tell you what the will of God is in Christ Jesus. That you believe in the Son. All right. But he said it's like, I, I not never know, never know, absolutely categorically don't know you. John 1.12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Do you understand what that verse is saying to you, John 1.12? Write it down, look at it later on. The only way you can become a child of God is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now we're in the same family. Over in Romans chapter 8, it says we're adopted in the beloved. Man, now we're in the same family. I'm I'm closer relatives to the 70-year-old white man sitting over there than I am to the black man that I grew up with. Amen? Why? Because he and I are in Jesus Christ together. That's my brother. For eternity. For eternity. You know? Not the biological people that were born in my family. I'm happy to tell you, I know that my mom and my dad were saved, they didn't know a whole lot, they didn't live together, blah, 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 all that stuff, five minutes. Then uh, 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 my oldest sister, she lives the Christian life and was saved. My second oldest sister, I led her to the Lord, she's dead already by a car accident. My middle sister is not saved. My youngest sister, who's three years older than me, she's saved, she's already dead, she died in childbirth, uh, having babies, amen. And so I want you to see this. Yeah, I'll see them, but I, I, I will see them, and they are my sisters, or they're my relatives, but only because they got in Jesus Christ. If they didn't get in Christ, you won't see them again. Now, I want to move on to the conclusion. Turn over to Revelations chapter 20. And um, I know this is the conclusion God wanted to have to this message. Revelations chapter 20 verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne. This is the great white throne judgment. Everybody at this judgment will be found guilty and death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. Everybody here will be found guilty. I won't be at this judgment. I'll be at the judgment of 2 Corinthians 5.10, the Bema Seat judgment which is for saved people. What did you do once you were saved? Now we, that, that, that is works comes in in that one. Amen. I don't have time to cover that today but that one will come in. But we'll turn over there if we got any time left. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, it's Jesus Christ, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. Man, all of that junk. He said, they, they run away and hide. Twelve, and I saw the dead, small and great. From the, from the, from the uh, a drunkard or doper who's the homeless guy on the street in the gutter, to the president in the White House. The dead, small, and great. That's what it's talking about. Standing before God. And books were opened. Don't you know that the angels are writing down? Thank you, sir. The angels are writing down right now that you came to services. That you brought your Bible. That you're trying to listen. That you're trying to learn. That you took notes. That, that you uh, had the right heart. And they also wrote down, yeah, uh, I, don't, I ain't listening to none of that junk. I ain't doing that. That's white man Blah, 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 blah. They're writing down both of those right there. Amen. They're writing down that for me, on my page in the book, that I did come and I brought and I preached what God wanted preached. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And my name's in that book. Amen. Nobody found that this judgment whose name will be found in the book of life. Their works will be pointed out. Well, we can see right here where 20 or 30 Christians came and tried to tell you to get saved. And you wouldn't listen. We can see where there was a thousand services while you were in jail or prison. And you didn't come to one of them and get saved. You'll be judged on those things. Amen. Verse 12 in the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works. See, there it is. Works. What work did they need to do? They needed to believe in the Son of God. Two minutes. By the things which are written in the books, the sea gave up the dead who were in them. That's the sea of humanity. And death and hell delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Death and hell will be cast. Hell will be cast into the lake of fire. Death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. That's the second death. Don't go to... You think hell's bad. That was like like the county jail. The lake of fire is like the prison. And it's an eternal sentence. Verse 15. And anyone not found written in the book of life. Was cast into the lake of fire. Woo! It's not his will that any should go there. If you don't know him and Savior. Lord and Savior. You don't have to pray. But here's what you can pray. Amen. Bow your heads with me and pray this. Say dear heavenly father. I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And I believe your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the work that you want me to believe in. And I believe in Him based on this book, the Bible, that you've given us. And I take Him as my Lord and Savior. Please forgive me of my sins. Please help me read my Bible every day. Please help me pray. Please help me go to church. Please help me hang out with the Christian people. In Christ Jesus' name. Now your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. What is the work we need to do? Is believe. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Lord willing.